0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. It is October 12th. hope your week's going well and uh, the market's still having some issues uh, getting out of the gate uh, for this uh, fourth quarter of uh, 2022. We'll talk about that and more uh, when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Before he does that, though, let's not forget that uh, there's a lot of things in this world that you and I cannot control. But you can control your portfolio and the amount of risk that you have in your portfolio. But you have to know how much risk you have, where is it at, and how much risk should you have. And if you don't know those specific questions, you could have too much risk, or you could even have not enough risk in your portfolio. Give us a call, 863 382 0037, and let's walk through our core retirement design that we got Dave coming up next.
1: 18 before 9. I'm checking and find out what's going on to your money on Wall Street, and I was really kind of optimistic when I picked up the phone and called Philip Statler because, well, the Dow was looking pretty good on the futures, but it kind of took a turn after some inflation figures came out at 8.30, and that's going to be the topic. Philip is on the line now from Statler Financial Services. Boy, we had kind of a turn inside of about five minutes, didn't we, Philip?
0: Hey, when the numbers come out, it doesn't take much for the traders to figure out what direction things are going to happen, and what how the Fed is going to start to look at what those numbers are. and And it wasn't it was it was good news, I guess, this morning, Dave, but it was bad news uh, for the market. Right.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much the story down the line. Just to set the table, yesterday we had an exception. I was kidding when you picked up the phone. What went wrong? The Dow was actually green, up by 36 points yesterday. But Standard & Poor's was down by 23.5. NASDAQ fell by another 116. Good heavens, we might be in four-digit NASDAQ range before long at the rate we're going. We're opening this morning at 10.426, and that's one bad day away from the 9,000s.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. If you look back at this last uh, 10 days or so, you're right. One bad day and we could be down below 10.
1: That's uh, amazing to me. Yeah, what we're talking about on the inflation numbers, it was started out even before inflation with mortgage applications, uh, the Mortgage Bankers Association with uh, mortgage rates now up around seven, up getting close to 7%. And if your credit ain't great, you could actually be offered more than 7% at this point. Uh, they fell another 2% last week, which I'm almost considering good news because last week they fell by 14%. But it's going to be get harder to get a mortgage, too, because, well, the higher the price, the more the risk. So it's uh, taking a little bit better credit to get one, I gather.
0: It is. I mean, that's the report I read is that, you know, with mortgage rates at at least pretty much 7% right now, and uh, if that's not bad enough, the banks are tightening uh, their underwriting requirements when they go to uh, to process those loans. So, so that's uh, adding more fuel to the fire in terms of people having a harder time getting a mortgage uh, across the board.
1: And that's going to affect mortgage applications even more if they're told, basically, forget about it. It ain't it ain't going to happen anyway. Uh, government data dump this morning was the producer price index, wholesale inflation, that kind of in advance of the consumer price index, the big headline number that we'll get tomorrow. Uh, excluding food and energy, the core PPI, up four-tenths of a percent, gets us to an annualized rate of 56 but the overall wholesale inflation rate, they expected 8.4 percent and we got 8.5 percent. So uh, uh, that's not good news, I'd call
0: it. No, definitely, definitely not good news if uh, those numbers continue to f- go up. But I got to tell you, I saw this one headline caught my attention this morning. Uh, uh-huh. Biden says Biden says he doesn't think there'll be a recession. If so, it'll be very slight. <laughs>
1: now, I I do not go heavy political during this thing, but I've got the, the IMF, on the other hand, uh, the International Monetary Fund, has basically said we're going to hit the crapper in 2023, and it's going to be a rough year, and it's going to be a worldwide recession. Now, I'm not too sure which one I should believe. Should I flip a coin or believe the IMF?
0: Well, the IMF, and then you add the European Central Bank in there, too, saying that, that uh our federal reserves throwing the world into a recession
1: uh, yeah we were talking about that yesterday i was quoting something to you on the phone before we went on the air uh the chief global strategist at jp morgan uh came out late yesterday evening and said, this is this is a quote and this is uh, i was getting a kick out of it because it's exactly what you and i have been saying for the last eight ten months in the long history of federal reserve mistakes One general added uh, error stands out. They tend to wait too long and do too much. Does that sound a little like what we've been saying for the last year? Uh,
0: uh, I will say that's uh, that's, that's, that's longer than eight months. It's been at least a year we've been saying that same exact thing that uh, the Fed's going to mess it up. And um, uh, sure as heck they are.
1: Absolutely. And uh, arithmetically, the, the, my concern with all of these numbers pointing for the notion of uh, three, another three quarters of a percent in about three weeks is that it takes about six months to bake the effect of an interest rate increase and a tightening of the money supply. It takes about six months to bake that into uh, a result in the economy. So all of a sudden now we're looking at the notion of inside of three months we're going to increase the reference interest rate up by two and a quarter percent. I mean, I, I, we don't know what the reaction to that is going to be. We don't know for sure what's going to happen to the economy. But uh, uh, what is it? The Star Wars phrase? I got a bad feeling about this, Chewie.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you think about it. The only thing we're really feeling right now is the quarter percent increase that happened back in March. You know, that's a, that's what's filtered down so far. Uh, and you're right. And by by the by, what fifteen days from now about? maybe 20 days, we're going to have another three-quarters of a percent jump. We'll be up three more percent since March, and, uh, and we've not really felt the effects of that at all yet. I mean, it just hasn't filtered through the economy yet.
1: Absolutely. That, and that's the part that you know, that gives the Federal Reserve worldwide a not particularly favorable reputation. Now, granted, in their defense, this is a monstrously big economy they're trying to manage, the biggest in the world. And it's real hard to put your hand on the tiller and know exactly how far to turn the boat. But after all these years and all of the examples we've had it done, I'm looking at you, Paul Volcker, uh, eventually, you're going to end up figuring out that, wait a minute here, the best way to go is make a change, let it cook, see what happens, even if the inflation rate doesn't go down as much as you want it to. That beats the snot out of throwing us into another 1982 recession.
0: Yeah, You're exactly right, but hey, they don't listen to us, right?
1: Uh, well, at least J.P. Morgan was. It took me <laughs> months to catch up with us. <laughs> talking about in this world, right? (laughs) But obviously, the wholesale inflation, if that's a precursor of the CPI tomorrow morning, we're not going to be happy campers when we report that number, are we?
0: No, we won't. Neither will the markets.
1: Uh, The other thing that's going to move the markets this afternoon about 2 p.m., and this is kind of green eye shade stuff normally, but because, once again, we're in a really volatile time, uh, we're going to get the minutes from the September Federal Reserve Open Market Committee meeting, and that'll give us a picture just uh, what kind of brass knuckles they were talking about putting on there. I think we've got a pretty good idea, but uh, it doesn't look like we're going to be very happy with what we read when that comes out at two either, I'd wager.
0: No, I don't think so. And believe me, they will be parsing that word by word to determine what they think the Fed's uh, momentum is going to be coming into November's meeting.
1: Yeah, I kind of miss the days when we could kind of blow that event off every month because nobody really gave a fig.
0: Yeah, it don't happen now.
1: <clears throat> not anymore. Earnings season is not really started in earnest, yet, but we do have one household name that reported their quarterly results. How did Pepsi do anyway?
0: We did. Pepsi reported, and uh, they did well. They beat uh, by 13 cents a share, came in at $1.97 a share in in earnings. Uh, revenue top forecast. They said they'll be able to successfully raise prices, which go figure, right? Um, and so they raise their guidance for the year. And so they they think that the rest of the year they're they're in good shape. They're trading up two and a half percent this morning.
1: Well, if you can't afford your Starbucks. Go get a Pepsi, right? That's right. That works. Resetting the table. It was a mixed bag yesterday. NASDAQ was not a good day. It was down by over 1%. The rest of them, the blue chips and the Dow were up by a little. The S&P was off by a little. Not really an exceptional day except on the high-tech side. 45 minutes before we open, I'm afraid to see this because I saw the Dow in my delayed quotes just after the report came out go from like 200 up to 36 up and I'm delayed. What are we looking at 45 minutes early?
0: Well, we haven't crossed over the the to the other side of red yet. So we are still slightly slightly green. Uh, better than yesterday, though. We got the Dow 30 up uh, a tenth of a percent. That's uh, $33. The S&P 500 is up a quarter of a percent. That's $9. And then the NASDAQ 100 up almost four tenths of a percent or, or about $40. So things are looking, well, I'm not going to say great, but they're at least in the right side of the, on the color zone. Uh, we looking at the other side of the coin, the commodities, uh, we see a lot of red ink this morning, silver down 1.7%, getting close to $20 an ounce again, uh, gold down about four tenths of a percent, crude oil, man, it's nice to see it sliding down a half a percent to $88.84 an ounce, I mean, not an ounce, but a barrel right now
1: even with bad reasons for it to happen. I'm happy with that. Mixed bag on the Asian rim. China tends to see this as a zero-sum game, so our hard time means they're good times. The uh, Chinese mainland market was up by a percent and a half. Everybody was off fractionally beyond that. Europe, halfway through their trading day, they're all down, not precipitously. The biggest loser in the bunch is Great Britain, down by about three-quarters of a percent halfway through their trading day. If you got risk in your portfolio, you're looking at this and watching your hair stand on end. Time to get the risk out of it and figure out how much you can afford to take. How do I find you to get a reading on that, Philip?
0: Dave, that's exactly why we developed our core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design consultation. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730-95.3 FM
1: back again tomorrow morning, probably talking about consumer inflation of our headline. What do you think?
0: That, and uh, we'll see if we start losing any jobs yet.
1: Uh, Oh, God. See you then, sir. I appreciate it.
0: All right, man. Have a good one.
1: Take care. care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler.
0: Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope uh, you have a great day. Please join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, Have a great one. Bye now.